I know women. They sometimes ask for me by name. I know all about women. About as much as there is to know. No two are ever alike. And after they've met me, no two are ever the same. Well, wow. Same same here, everybody. Um, I I know woman. I man. Uh-huh. Hi, uh, welcome to Nick the Rat Radio, episode 379. Uh, it's Wednesday, 11 p.m., March 29th, 2023. Holy shit. It's already fucking March. It's the end of March is here. It's, it just keeps on ticking, ticking, ticking into the future. Uh, let's start the episode by cracking a big old beer of Coors Banquet. Grab onto your hats. I'm going to pour this out into this big old cup that I got here. Um, I'll talk about this cup that I got here in a little bit. But let's pour this beer right in there. And I poured it way too aggressively. The head, the head is incredible. Let me, let me give a little slurp of this. Let me slurp the head. Um, let me just put the head right in the tip of the cup in my mouth here. Wow, Dr. Sir Mike Roth, you changed your name on, uh... Hey, what's going on, Will? What's going on, Servo? What's going on, Stacy? What's going on, Trey? What's going on, Foo? Let's keep on... It's not dear to the mind. This is this is some real foamy head. Hey, Ducky. What's going on? This is my uh, welcome back episode. Last week, um, Zindu, we actually, it's part of his contract, so he had, a, he had a work. I hope he did a good job. I didn't, you know, I didn't watch that four times. So much fucking head. Ugh. Why is there... This head just doesn't end. It's like endless head. Some people might have dreams about that. Okay, there we go. Reminds me of this uh, product that I saw in Japan. It's like like a little jug and you pop the top and it's got a little... Wait, why is it? Never mind. It's not, not relevant. But I guess I'll continue to tell you about in Japan. They got these little, uh, little plastic cups. They look like um, like Gatorade or some shit. Not Gatorade, but like um, what is that? Tang. Uh, oh jeez. Ah, let me suck more of this. <laughs> So you buy these little plastic jugs in Japan, and you take the wrapper off, and inside it's a, it's a gooey, oogie, gooey, gooey thing that you can put your pecker into. It's a one-time use. How 
how are we saving the planet? Where's where's Japan on this on the carbon output if if they got these one time use masturbation toys? Uh I'm sure you could probably use it again. If you don't if you don't finish in it, maybe if you like you aim somewhere else like before you fin- but what's the point of it if you're not going to finish inside of it? Anyway, it, the thing looked like it was made of future technology. It was amazing. There's like Different different ways you can get like different pressures and and um, pulling and and suction and amazing stuff the Japanese got. Ah, the Keurig of the masturbation devices. Yes, yes. Um, Tenga. I forget the name of it. I could look it up really quick. It it, it, it actually. I would. I'd give it a try. You know, I'd give it a whirl. I'd slap it on my my Johnson for a little bit. See what's going on down there. It's look good. Um, how can I find this quick? Where did I? I think I saw it on on a Reddit, the fucking shithole of the internet here. Reddit dot com. All right, let's see if I could find it really quick. Um, probably not gonna be able to find. It. Maybe it was under videos. Let me look at videos really quick. Yeah, well, come come along with me as I look for this Japanese. Uh, how did I find this thing? Where sometimes you you find things and you know, like don't even know how you found it. Um, how could I Japanese masturbation thing? How would you do a search for this Japanese masturbation? Let's just type that in and see what we get. Now, I, sh- I should have saved this. I should have saved this. Japanese masturbation is bringing up a whole bunch of pictures of white women. I I don't I don't get it. I don't okay whatever it was a funny video too because it like it had like a description on how to use it like a video next to the product anyway I'm still looking for it because I want to buy one I really uh... uh okay look so let me let me get I'm getting off topic whenever I find like these it's like it's like a it's like a one single use flashlight all right I'm just gonna I'm gonna type it I'm gonna type Single-use fleshlight Japan into my my search over here. Single-use fleshlight Japan. Japanese sex toy guy. It was uh, let me type in video here. Uh, video. Um, oh boy. Um, that's not it. That's oh that. Oh, what the hell is that? Tenga egg masturbator? No, that's not what I'm looking for. Um, it was the Quick Shot Turbo. No, it, it kind of looks like that, but that's not it. Um, <sighs> all right, I'm done. I'm not looking. Wait, it was probably under what the... F- okay, okay. One more second. One more second, everybody. I know this is thrilling podcast shit, but uh, this... I got to find this thing. <sighs> it was under what the fuck, wasn't it? I know it's short today, and it's already fucking gone. That's like the internet for you. It's here today and gone tomorrow. You might be wondering, um, Nick the Rat, why are you um, talking about this? And I'm just talking about it because uh, I don't, I don't, you know, I don't fucking know why. Okay. So last week I was at uh, PAX in Boston. I'm going to talk about that soon. 
I, w- <coughs> I think I've got some kind of con crud. Who knows? My little cough is back. I haven't started smoking weed yet. Uh, I'm going to talk about Boston. I'm going to talk about uh, the con. I'm going to talk about um, a ma- master- masturbation. No, I'm going to talk about um, some new laws that they want to put on the internet. Um, the restrict. I want to talk about restrict. Because, oh boy, oh boy, that's fucked up. Uh, anything else I want to talk about? Anything else over here? What do we got? Let me look at the... Oh, and some movies. I want to talk about some movies. Uh, oh, boy. But before we do any of that, let's listen to some music. And while we listen to music, I'm going to see if I could I could uh, find this this product. Because... For reasons. Anyway, um, let's, let's start this, this. We got... Time with Jiggler. Got a link over here in the back rooms. Yeah, it was was the Tenga. It was the Tenga. But there was a video. I want to see it. Hot damn. Thanks, Trey.
everybody, body, the little bit of a dee boop. Ooh, boy. Now I can't find I can't find the video exactly that I was looking at, but uh, yeah, it was definitely the Tenga. It's like a weird little container. It's got all these gizmos and gyros in there. Uh, it looks pretty cool. That's why they have a reproduction problem. Well, it's also expensive as fuck to live in Japan. I'm sure uh, most people. It's like, nope, not having a kid here. I'll just be broke for the rest of uh, forever. Yeah. So I went to PAX. I went there Wednesday. I got back Sunday. That's why I'm a little bit out of it right now. You know, it's a little willy-nilly show going on right now. It's a little relaxation station, you know, hanging out with you guys. So I got there Wednesday. Um I'm going to teach you all a little trick about conventions, which I didn't know about. But uh, one of my friends that I went with, I went with a whole group of people. One of the people that I went with has a um, uh, seizures, because he had like a whole bunch of brain operations. He was telling me about, like he had a uh, like a sonograph on the brain. Not a sonograph, but it was it's more or less a sonograph. They used sound waves to blast his brain, blast something in his brain. And he used... Ugh, he's telling me all about it. It was that's that has that had to have sucked. So uh, just in case he had to leave or get in or out, because he still has seizures every now and then. <laughs> he got a, something called the medical badge, and he suggested we all get one just in case we have to leave with him. Um, so if you go to one of these conventions and you get a a, a pass or a badge. You could just ask for a medical badge. They don't even... It's uh, don't ask, don't tell. I did not... Um, I did not... I didn't need a medical... Well, maybe I sort of did need a medical badge. You know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a rat. I was pretty high the whole time, too. So I was I was like... Um, you know, um, Either way, I got a medical badge. They don't ask you about anything. You just... I was just like, oh, give me, give me, can, uh, can I get a medical badge? You told me to get one. You're like, here you go. I'm like, woo! Uh, basically, I was able to skip the line to get into the place. There was like a like an hour long wait. So I on Thursday when the convention opened, I got in way before everybody else. I I think I seen the entire convention uh, in the first hour because I was able to walk around. Just I was like, okay, there's that, there's that. Oh, I like that. Let me try it out really quick. Try that, and uh, and by the time I was done. After that hour, I already seen. I didn't fake the medical disorder. Some my my friend told me to get. I didn't even know what the fuck I was doing. I only re, I only realized the power that I had after. But uh, you know, you, you get a. Um, there you go, foo. Just say yeah, I need a medical badge, and they'll give it to you. They don't ask or anything. I got to get right in. I, I I walked around. I saw everything. You were there, Foo? No, I didn't know. Somebody... Uh, the When I first got in, I was walking around. I was pretty much... Uh, there was, like, nobody on the floor because everybody was, like, waiting online. Uh, it, I was like, this is... This is... um, this is, There's not that many people here. But then after, like, a few hours, this shit was completely filled with people. I was like, holy crap. 
There was about three or four people that I knew were going to be there that I didn't get to meet because it was just it was just too big. It's too goddamn big. And I was I was busy doing stuff, and they were like, uh, and I <coughs> I knew what the people looked like. It was like playing Where's Waldo. I was looking for him, but I couldn't find him because this fucking thing was way too big. Ow. Um. Yeah, I was pretty drunk too. There's the this place called. Um, okay, so let me let me just talk about a little bit about some stuff that I saw. Um, masks were mandatory. Okay, so even though you don't have to wear them at uh, in hospitals or medical facilities anymore, the, the 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 you had to wear a mask. Uh, and there was an there was an app where you could narc on people. So if you if you witnessed somebody not wearing a mask, or <coughs> apparently it didn't help. I'm still I don't know. I got. I probably got the Rona right now. Um, you could you'd narc on people. It was a narc app. So everybody was, and basically the whole because I was there for like four days straight from seven in the morning till midnight playing board games and shit. But the whole time I was there, I just I just wanted to leave because I just I didn't want to fucking wear my mask the whole time. I, I couldn't breathe. It was it was it was restricting, and I was I was really stoned. Some. I'm walking around, and um, um, everybody's wearing a mask. It's it's it felt like it felt very strange to be very high, uh, surrounded by masks now because they're they're not they're, only a couple people wear masks out in public anymore. <laughs> so I'm walking down a hallway, and there's like you look in rooms, and there's like rooms filled of. Uh, People playing like games, shoot, shooting each other, like like you know, like uh, video games, which I love to do. But it's just weird to walk down a hall and you see everybody wearing masks and they're doing it. It felt like it felt like aliens invaded and they were trying to like recruit people or something. It was very strange. Another weird thing was the uh, there's there was only one place. Surfing alcohol, it was a, uh, there was a Rogue Rangers, Ranger IPA, Dead Ranger. And there's like a, like a 60 foot, 60 square foot area that was selling $10 cans of beers there. I guess you can't have a convention with like thousands and thousands of people just getting hammered because then it would just turn into a fucking madhouse. But it was like. There's there's not much there's not much ways to get alcohol there uh, easy, easily. We'll say that. But being being Nick the Rat, uh, I, you know, I bought some whiskey and I popped it in my pockets because also the, the security there was totally lax. Oh, okay, okay. Let me. There's so much I want to talk about about this PAX event. I guess at this convention center. Oh, also the security there and the. The people that worked at the convention center, they weren't, they, most of the time, they weren't wearing masks. Like, the guy that was uh, on, like, the Zamboni machine to clean up all the nerd sweat off the floor, uh, he was, he was, like, going around without a mask. And, uh, but security, super laxed. Uh, if you walk through the metal detector and it beeps, 
There's a 50-50 chance they'll take you to the side, look in your backpack, and then sway beyond it. So I figured this out right away. So I put all of my uh, illicit materials in my pockets. Oh, also, weed is legal there. So I fucking stunk of weed. I had, like, joints in my in my fucking backpack. I was, I was stinky like weed. So I got in with, with alcohol. And uh that was that was good. Uh so the the security didn't care about anything. And and I was able to it was it you told you were able to see like these security people. They were like, "Man, this place is filled with nerds. We don't care about any of this shit." Like they didn't the security wasn't really there to do anything, any security stuff because well, hey, they probably didn't have to because it was filled with nerds, but you could tell that these security people were built for uh more rowdy crowds than the geeks that were there. So they didn't really care. Their security was really laxed. So, And also, most of these nerds, they're, uh, they're on the larger side of uh, the creatures of the planet. Uh, not all of them, but a lot of them. And one of the attractions there was you could buy these um, uh, cups, like a two-liter cup. You could buy two-liter cups from a place called Wild Bills and get free soda refills. Now, I don't, yeah, um, I don't think she'd be giving the land whales two liter soda refills. I took a couple of these, these, uh, I bought a cup because I needed some soda to mix with my whiskey. But these people are going hard on the soda. It's like, holy shit. Uh, what else happened at PAX? Should I just get all the PAX news out of the way? Yeah, sure. Why not? Um, I saw some Final Fantasy stuff there. Um, played some board games. The coolest thing was um, uh, uh, Chris Perkins was there. I got to watch Chris Perkins do a, a live D&D session. So overall, it was pretty fun. Oh, man, I'll talk more about PAX after a little bit. But let's take a quick musical break because I, 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 did, I did fuck around with some, some people there. But it's... Eh, eh. All right, so we went to eat at a restaurant. And there was a girl there that kept fucking up her order. So I was like, let's keep, uh, let's keep on fucking... Let, let me fuck with her some. So when she came to get our order, um, it, it was a it was like a like a bar restaurant. And it's in Boston, so it's seafood. Um, everybody was getting uh, fish and chips. So I was like, "Let's see if she gets this right." So I said, "I want chips and fish." I kind of just switched it. And she didn't ask or say anything. She just said, "Okay," and walked away. She came back with chips. I'm like, "What? Are, what are these?" She's like, "Oh, chips." It's like I didn't. I ordered uh, chips and fish. She's like, yeah, these are the chips, and I'm going to bring you the fish. And as soon as she said that she was going to bring me the fish, she realized how dumb she was. Because there's nothing on the menu that's called fish. You can't just... You, you don't... You, what is what is fish? Was she going to bring me out a fucking live fish? But she fucked up the order several times before that. Um, good food, though. Really good food. Anyway, let's let's listen to some music. We'll be back with more Nick the Rat Radio. We got Dune original copyright-free music. 
Chips and fish. Hi everybody, welcome back. We're going to thank some people. Oh, here's my giant cup that I got there from Wild Bills. Fucking cost 30 bucks for this motherfucker. They made a killing on merch there. I'll tell you that. They were, the, the design was really cool. It was like a 70s cassette tape uh, feel to the design. Man, I got, I got a little bit more I want to say about PAX, but let's thank some people. This is going to be two weeks of thanks, so it's going to be, like, slightly longer. We got a P.O. box. We got a P.O. box, Nick the Rat Radio, P.O. box 90549, Brooklyn, New York, 11209. Got some letters here. Put that down for a second. 
Let's open them up and see what we got. Yes, my camera tracks my dumb face. It's a NVIDIA broadcast. If you have a decent graphics card, you too can do that. And I could also change. You can do a lot of shit with technology these days. Sir Mike Ratch. Cost of complaint, charge back, 69 cents. Thank you so much for the 69. Let's go to the next one. Four eighty nine, four dollars and eighty nine cents. Take away sixty nine is four twenty and charge back four eighty nine. Thank you so much, sir, Doctor Mike Crotch, PhD. Third check here. Send Diane back there. Uh, Sir Mike Rotch, how much to complain? Charge back, 69 cents. You could complain for free, but if you do it with money, it's guaranteed to get through. I don't let that slide. Also in my P.O. box was this shit. If you're in New York, <clears throat> you get these um, send the packs rack ratting. Send the rats packing. There's a shitty, shitty Photoshop of a rat with a uh, briefcase on wheels. Um, basically, what they're telling you to do is put your garbage out on the street later. Otherwise, you'll get fined. Now, I know Eric Adams is a big, stupid, doo-doo, dumb-dumb head. But maybe should somebody should tell him that rats are nocturnal. So I don't think two hours... I don't think two hours... Brief suitcase? Briefcase? Whatever. Um, I don't think the two hours is going to make much of a difference in the rat population. I don't think two hours for a wait for them to eat is going to fucking matter. I also don't think... Um, I think it's fucking dumb. I think they're just trying to ticket. They're just trying to ticket these these uh, businesses because, well, say, oh, my store closes at six o'clock. I got what am I going to do? I can't throw the garbage out. Well, you could, but you go and get a ticket. Well, fuck you then, huh? Maybe if uh, sanitation just did their job better. Okay. Uh, either way. Even if sanitation did the job better, it wouldn't matter because there's the people that live in New York City are just fucking filthy, disgusting pieces of trash that throw stuff on the floor. Has anybody in my chat ever littered? Have you ever littered? You there. Have you littered? What kind of low life does it take to litter? To take something and throw it? The only thing I've ever littered is when I used to smoke cigarettes, I would throw the butts on the floor. Because it's just fucking... Just like cotton and shit. It's like, but I'm not throwing like bags of chips or half-eaten meals or 
anything else on the floor. Some somebody I I don't know whose whose name that is. So you're lucky that I can't read your name, Mister Chatter. Tajunta Isler. He's all right. Let's um let's do a quick look at the people that have sent PayPal. It's going to be for the past two weeks. I do the initials, the amount, and uh, flicking cigarettes is fun. And it's, you know, flick it in the street, and the street sweeper will come and swipe it up. You know, whatever. LCI 420. Thank you so much, LCI, for the 420. Been around for a long time. We have MA420. Thank you so much, MA. I don't know if I get a howl right now. It's my fucking throat. Yeah, I could have. Okay. Uh, we have uh, MAC 420. Thank you so much, MAC, for the 420. High five. We have KS 420. Thank you so much, KS. And thank you to Junta. I know it was a very beautiful howl. I was raised by wolf rats. Um, KS, thank you. <clears throat> IF with a whopping 3793 IF you are too damn kind seriously man nick zindo ri- zindo somebody opened the zindo man nick Zindu, Zindu, really rocked out in your absence. I also have to say, he is one handsome son of a bitch. You saw him? Huh. Uh, not to mention Diane. Sure perked up in a hurry. Diane is still in a, the bucket somewhere. I don't know where the bucket is, but she's gone. Um, With that stud in the studio, he really puts the stud. Stud in the studio? Long live Zindu. I don't know if I should say thank you, IF, or... Zind, don't do that no more. Um, Thank you so much. We have DV with 420. Cheers, DV. Been around for a long time. And finally, we got to thank some people on Twitch. Ow. Okay, let's see. Who who we got on Twitch here? Uh, Twitch. We had to go like 14 days ago. So we have Trey from Philly followed me again. Trey, are you disfollowing me and then following me? How do you do that? Zindu does what Zin doesn't. Zindu does what Nintendo don't. You like unfollow and refollow? Just so I'll say that you followed me again. 
keep doing it. It's fine. Uh, Trey from Philly, resub for one month at tier one, been sub for 15 months, 14 days ago. That's a bunch of words to say. Thank you. Ducky on. Now, Ducky is a trooper. <coughs> Pardon me. Ducky, I'm going to spark this joint for you. He's using his Bezos bucks for 44 months to help Nick the Rat Radio. Thank you so much, Ducky. On you are VR. Um, with the band followed me. Doctor Sir Mike Crotch followed me. Sir, whoa, Doctor Sir Mike Crotch swoops in with his Prime account. Who knew that doctors had Prime? Thank you so much. And finally, foo. Resub with Prime. They've been sub for 28 months. Foo, you were at uh, PAX? What was? What were some of your highlights of PAX? Did you play any games? Most of the shit that I brought to PAX was weed. And I brought uh, Star Trek Ascendancy. It's a board game. Uh, you're Magic Gathering. There's a lot of magic there. I have a, a friend that's like semi-pro in uh, Magic. He's going to Dallas soon, I think, to play. Uh, yeah, I have a Star Trek Ascendancy with almost all the expansions. Even the Breen took up half my suitcase. I didn't get to play it. I only played some small pocket games. I played a Roll For It, which is a dumb dice rolling game for to collect cards, you like gamble on cards. And uh, Take Five, which is a dumb card game. <coughs> but both pocket-sized and both pretty fun. So if you ever want a pocket-sized game that's fun, you can play at a bar or whatever. Roll for it. Take five. Highly recommend. I also played Dune Ascendancy as well. But either way, thank you so much, everybody, for um, subscribing and um, showing showing some love to the sewer. I gotta I gotta pay taxes this week. I wonder how much money Nick the Rat Radio made this year. We've been uh, going up and down. It's been between between like five to seven thousand a year. I think I've been uh, pulling into the sewers, which is helpful, even though the government takes about a third of that. So if I if I crank in, say, uh, what's a good round number? Say say eight thousand. Never made eight thousand, but let's say we did. It would only be about $6,000 in the end. At least maybe it's helping to kill some people somewhere in the world. Either way, thank you so much, everybody, for all the donations and the love and sticking in there with me or something. (laughs) I gotta go off. (laughs) 
I try to write off as much as possible, but uh, I don't. I don't want to get into the doing writing off rent. I want to write off as much as possible without getting without triggering any alarms. But uh, I basically just look over Amazon and see anything that I could slightly say. Oh, you know. Um, well, I play the synthesizer on on the show after the on, for the for for only the show. So let's let's slap on uh, you know fifty bucks onto the don't don't hit me ah all right um androids by Yan Buck we got a lot more show to go it's gonna be fun.
Hey everybody, welcome back. That was a good song. We're just talking about taxes in the chat room. Accountants earn their money due to due to the ignorance. <laughs> There's just so many so much money that um is floating around that you don't know you could take, and sometimes if you take it, you don't know it's illegal if you did. It's very, very complicated stuff. Eh. I, I, I fucking hate taxes. I hold them off till April, just because I don't want to do them. Yeah, there's mayo fucking everywhere, man. It's dripping out of the walls. All right, so a couple more things about packs. I know you're probably fucking tired of hearing it. Well, let's talk about um, uh, I, I got two more stories I could tell about PAX. Uh, do you want to hear about uh, weed-induced schizophrenia or um, or Boston? Let's see anybody in the chat room? We got weed-induced schizophrenia or Boston. How gay was it? I guess you're talking about Boston. All right, let's talk about let's talk about Boston first. Oh, we got a weed weed induced skits. Well, okay, let's talk about schizophrenia. We'll talk about Boston later. I think I might get weed induced schizophrenia. Now it's maybe it's just paranoia. I don't know. Is this okay? Let let me know if this is it. I've actually I discussed this with uh, the people I went with too. Apparently, I'm definitely hearing shit. I was on edibles. I was smoking. I was very high. And I was refilling a, um, a bottle of water at the... Now, I could talk about uh, many situations where this has happened to me. Uh, I'm refilling a bottle of water at the uh, uh, at a water fountain. And I'm stoned off my ass. And I do get like paranoid, and I don't know if this is paranoia or or weed induced schizophrenia. I think it's, I think it's both. Probably more one than the other. I don't know. When I'm in situations where I hear lots of noises going on around me and I'm stoned, I kind of I probably just make up what I think I'm hearing in my head. Because um, I was when I was refilling my bottle of water, I I, I felt. Like I was hearing people, like a lot of people, not just maybe like four people in the crowd saying, um, saying stuff like, oh, you know, uh, Boston, Boston water is not good to drink. I can't believe he's getting water from the water fountain. Stuff around these lines. I'm hearing at least maybe two, three voices um, saying stuff like this. Now, it might have just been passerbyers saying like water or or something, or I have no idea. But that's that's something that I've I, I definitely heard that. Now it gets it, there's other situations where it was weirder where I could uh, I've I've been in, in when you're but it's only when I'm in um, areas where there is a lot of chatter, like background. Like if I'm sitting, I'm I'm fucking high right now. I'm not hearing. Uh, I might be psychic. Is Boston water bad? I actually sat down at the table and, and I was asking because 
I was, I was, I was I had dry mouth. I was like, I want to drink this water, but I think I heard people around me saying that that um, Boston water from the tap is bad. But uh, yeah, so um, I think I get weed-induced schizophrenia. Cambridge water, so it's it's fine. Okay, so. But I, I hear other things too, like um, sometimes it's – I definitely get – it's definitely weed-induced schizophrenia. It's very strange, but it's only when I'm in crowds of people talking. I, I, I feel like I hear people talking about me. I don't, I don't really let it get to me too much, but I do get paranoid. Like I think about it. It's very strange. I wonder – maybe I should go to – maybe I should go see a, a plumber or something. It happened at least um, if the carries more wheat. I was talking, um, uh, we were in Boston, I was talking about uh, fringe a lot. And the signs, the street signs, <laughs> from a bottle. Um, the street signs in Boston, some of them look like, uh, when you watch the show Fringe, it looks like the words that fly above Fringe. Auditory parad... You can't see, there's mayo all over it. Paradolia is when we hear a random noise and perceive words from the erratic rumble of sounds, for instance. That's true. That could be true. You hear something... <coughs> And you think you know what it is. That might explain... That might explain a lot. One time I thought I was controlling time and space and what people were saying when I was really high. But maybe all that was happening was I was thinking about what they might be saying and I was hearing not exactly what they were saying. And then my brain kind of... That shit's real. That shit's... um. Are pareidolia. Pareidolia sounds like a like a term for the like the inner flaps of a vagina. Oh my my pareidolia is flaring up again. I thought people were talking about me, and I I, I always hear and. And the more you think about it, it's very it's a very strange phenomenon. But it's it happens to me a lot when I'm high, and it's the main source of my paranoia. I think I don't know. Anyway, should I talk about Boston now? Wait, maybe we should listen to a. Let's open the phone lines up. It's almost midnight in the sewer here, and I didn't even fucking start the phone lines. All right, the phone lines are up nine one seven seven nine five nine two three. If you were at PAX and you want to talk about it, give me a call. If you know about Boston or or the insides of vaginas, give me a call. If you're uh, bored, if you're uh, if you want to talk to if you want to talk to a little rat that's drunk and high and has a tickle in his throat, give me a call nine one seven seven one nine five nine two three. I think somebody. Might have left a voicemail. What is this? This is scary looking. I got a text from Japan or something. Let's skip that. Voicemail. Should I play Harmonica Man? 
Hold on one second. Let's scroll down here. I'm not going past there. What is this? An unknown number. Hey, brother world, it's me, brother. <laughs> okay, this is part two, sir. I mean, madam. About the allegory of the cave. Now, one thing I left out was the man told me, he said, it will change your life. It's going to change your life. I felt the same about what I gave him. I didn't tell him that. I'd let, I'd let him change his own life and realize what, what, you know, be his own intelligence that changes himself. So, uh, anyways, this is how the story goes. Now, this is only the third time uh, I've told this story and I haven't rehearsed it, so we're going to see how this goes, but so, there was a a group of people imprisoned in a cave, and they had been inside the cave their whole lives. Inside the cave was dark and damp, and there was no natural light. The only intimations that they had of the outside world were phantoms or shadows cast upon the walls of the cave by a fire inside the cave. Now, all the day long, people, these people, would sit and watch these phantoms. And they believed that if you followed them closely, your life would turn out good. And most of the day was spent talking about the phantoms and they took great pride in their sophistication and knowledge of the phantoms you know, which are like there were shadows of birds and trees and you know various things and unbeknownst to them none of these phantoms were actually real but shadows then one day one of the inhabitants quite by chance, stumbled outside of the cave and into the full sun. Now, the daylight was too much for him at first, or her. And it took a little bit for their eyes to adjust. But once they did, he noticed the true color of grass the colors of birds, what what birds were, the flight of them, and the depth of them, and their song. I think that color causes pareidolia in me. Ah, uh, it's definitely midnight in the sewer now. It's midnight oh one. Ah. Uh. Let's listen to another voicemail. Hey, Nick. Uh, what's up, buddy? Uh, just calling, doing my uh, weekly checkup on uh, Diane there, uh, the bucket babe. <laughs> anyway, She's I hope you've bucket. been refrigerating that thing while you're trying all this 
uh, the Reviver, because that, that thing's going to be putrid in no time otherwise. I like the smell. I mean, it's already pretty putrid down there in the basement. Anyway, um, so, uh, what was the, oh, I had another question. Um, thank you for the voicemail. Let's listen to another voicemail. Uh, hello. I was calling for a Zindu uh, Sewerman. Uh, Sewerman. I, I guess that's right. Uh, anyways, I am calling on behalf of Dildo Quarterly Magazine. It seems that your subscription is ready to expire. And uh, we wanted to offer you a special renewal on a five-year subscription uh, at a heavily discounted price for Dildo Quarterly. Uh, we will also include a complimentary uh, Dildo gift pack. It comes with various varieties of dildos and shapes, sizes, and colors and uh, an assortment of lubrications for you to try and enjoy. Uh, this is... ...in bag of dicks. Let's order a so, few So, uh, if you would like to renew and get your free bag of dicks, please call me back at my number. It is 1-800-SUCKBALLS. How does that guy know about the balls of socks that I have in my room? Oh, Jesus Christ. Brandy! It's me, Brandy! Carrie from Philly! The absolute fucking moron! <laughs> hey, I saw you. You actually beat my voicemail! Uh, yeah, you know what? You fucking. Fucked up my voicemails, Nicholas. Right. You make me sound like an asshole, Nick, in my voicemail. It's not me. Don't play this one. And don't, you have no license to play. You have no license to play any of my voicemails. Or to call in ever again. Quit the podcast. Diane's never coming back, brother. This is the fucking last time I'm going to say goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> Hi. I'd love to go to a shooting range with that caller. 917-719-5923. God damn it, dude. God, God damn it, Terry. Or touch your Terry. Oh. Okay, we have a lot more voicemails. I'm curious. I'm very high. Yes, my lord. Righto. Job's done. That was good. That was a, a peon. 
Pion Longley just called in. Look at let's hear that one again. Yes, my lord. Righto. Job's done. All right, one more, one more. And he said, uh, "Jobs, jobs done." Yes, my lord. They do th- more wood. I think he said more wood. More wood. Hey, Nick, it's me from Terry. Listen, man, listen to you. Hey, I saw, I heard that last podcast. That was fucked up. It's been pissing me off, Nick. Why'd you fucking act as Zindu to fucking say me shit as me? You know, I don't have to go into an alter ego to say, fuck you, Nicholas, Whoa. the Ratlicus. Holy shit. Or whatever your real name is. My real name is Rat Shit. <laughs> Von Dykenstead. What does Zindu say about you? I didn't, I didn't hear it. Oh, jeez. Caller, I think you... Broke your phone line. I see that there's still a recording going on here. There's another 12 seconds of this. Uh, thrilling. Thrilling emptiness. <laughs> okay, let's um, let's take a quick. Let's take a quick break. All right. One more. One more voicemail. Fuck. Hey, Nick. Wow. I I can't believe they rehired Zindu. The case is still pending. You've got a case. The human centipede is copyrighted, trademarked, whatever. I mean, it's scientific papers about that shit. Or eating shit. Anyway, um, yeah. Just because he renamed it Sewer Centipede and started sewing together rats. I'm sorry you were at the rear of the project. But just because he changed the name doesn't alter the scientific facts. This is not medical advice. But I am glad to hear about um, Diane. Diane's potential. I hope you haven't really uh, kicked kicked the bucket. <laughs> and, um, oh, and um, yeah, you you just really you gotta stop wallowing in her undergarments and telling her you do her laundry just to uh, just to build the stank. Because I mean, it's starting to bother the deli upstairs. I've I've received some notices. Fuck. I mean, and you're a month late on rent. Um, tell that to the scientists also. This this landlord game ain't easy. Um, oh oh oh, and the um the attorney you hired for that case. What did you scare him off? I mean, the Hashmir. The the guy that identified as an elephant in his past reincarnated life? What the hell, dude? I mean, Hashmir? Uh, the Asian um, Indian, not Native American, because I can't make fun of them. That, that's racist. Anyway, yeah, but Hashmir? I mean, I told you from the beginning, 
Elephants are fucking scared of rats. Mice, whatever. And kind of like a bitch seeing a roach. Like, slap that shit. It's done. Not run out of the room and then freak out the rest of the night. Like, where did it go? Do you have roaches in the sewer? I can't remember the last time I saw a fucking roach. Oh, <laughs> except for the... Ah, life's good. Anyway, um, yeah, tell Hashmir to to call me because I still have pending cases, and if you fucking scared him off... Colin? Perus? Please leave your message after the beep. Ended too soon. The street structure in Boston sucks. I'm used to gri- I'm used to grids. I think grids work. You know, up, down, left, right. I think that's something that uh, 
is easy. Um, you could find places that way. Hey, I want to go to. Um, I want to go to Thirty uh, Fourth Street and Avenue B. Oh, that makes sense. Boston is spaghetti. It's. I think the city planner. It's probably a big fat Italian guy, not Irish, and he threw spaghetti at the wall. He's like, "Oh, those. That looks like a street system I want to keep." It was um, it was a wild time, especially if you're stoned. You're walking around smoking weed, and you're like, "Where the fuck am I?" It's it's all over. <laughs> it's the streets were horrible there. There were it's like they they seriously they wrap. You could be walking down one block; it'll wrap around, and you'll be back on the same block you were on. It's. Maddening. Another thing that was happening there, uh, which I figured out later, that um, so the hotel has like a, a there was like two streets. No, this, it's still fucked up. Now that I'm thinking about it. It's still fucked up. It doesn't even doesn't make sense. Somebody fucked this shit up. I have a video of it. it to to get to get across the street from one corner to caddy corner. That's like diagonally to the other corner. Legally, you know, without crossing on the red, took almost five minutes. Now I have video of this. Now, I think they set it up this way because it's next to a hotel. And they're trying to really slow traffic down. But it was the most annoying thing in the fucking world. Especially if you, like, walk out of your hotel. You have to go around, like, the block three times just to find the corner. Because the, the streets are spaghetti. You have to push. I do have I do have uh, body cam footage of this intersection. I should play. I should play it. That was a beer. It wasn't pee. You do have to pee now. Oh, oh. hold on. Maybe I could hold my camera up to the phone. Let's see here. Yeah, it's four minutes. Okay, let me see. I get my camera over here. I don't know if this is going to work. But there's a there's a there's a light right there. There's a there's a red light. Now to get from that corner that I'm on to the one that's over there, it takes it's this is a like a four minute long video. I don't know how long these lights are supposed to be, like, red for. But, yeah. At least weed's legal there. You have to walk around and smoke weed. 
Let's listen. Let's listen to a voicemail. Let's listen to a um, voice a voicemail. Hey, Nick. Wow. I I can't believe they rehired Zindu. The case is still pending. Wait, what? You've got a case. The human centipede. This is a repeat. All right, repeat. Sewer pay is peanuts. No, I said peanuts. You know, the elephant. He was attracted to that initially until he realized the the pay was actually peanuts from from Zindu. That might be what scared him off, actually. Anyway, call me back. I still can't believe this shit's drug on so long. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, email me those pictures of that sewer centipede again. I think I deleted them or forwarded them to everyone in my address book. <laughs> I'm, I just pulled the video up again. I, I didn't stop playing the video. It's still, I'm still only half the way there. It's it's so annoying, especially if you're like, if you're from New York, because New York streets, it's like, it'll turn, it, another thing that fucking happened, flip the phone sideways, god damn it, no, no, I will not, I will do it that way. Um, I just totally lost my train of thought. Well, fuck. No, you'll just do another voicemail. Hey, Nick, it's me, Terry, from Philly. The absolute moron. Listen, buddy, I'm uh, at work again, driving down the road. And I really don't care if I get fired or not, sir. I mean, I do own my own company. So, I mean, I would just be losing a relationship with the, uh, well, who knows how many relationships would be damaged. But, sir, I, uh, I just want to call you and let you know I'm not afraid of losing whatever I have. I notice you're very selective on my voice now, sir. You're going to cut some of the great part, parts out of some and not play others. Yeah, I was, I was, uh, <laughs> I was, uh, I was wondering why you never played the voicemail about the, about the actors, sir. Was it too filthy for you, sir? I heard you allude to it. Yes, but you don't, you won't play the one about the actors, sir. Now we're all just acting and looking for another who's just acting as well. But in so doing, we live in illusion. Illusion is conflict. Yes, we live in misery and sorrow, sir. Ah, but we find our little pleasures. We find our little pleasures and illusions and looking at big peckers. 
But we'll miss the real security of uh, understanding life completely. Sir. Real spiritual happiness that comes when a man or a woman quits thinking completely. And there is just being. State. This life insurance plan is designed to cover 100% of your funeral expenses. To get a quote right now, please press 3, or please press 7 to have your name removed out of our list. Again, please press 3 to get a quote on your life insurance and save some money. Morton gives a fine, understated performance in the role of a gentle alien who accidentally lands in New York City, where he finds much that is strange and frightening. Here's the scene. And he says, all right, Mr. Bartender, here's your four guys that drink your bar. Bartender goes, great, Joe, there's your two bucks. So they just sit around the bar talking. The bartender goes, you know, Joe, these four guys, they're kind of lonely, Joe. I was wondering if you could go out and get four girls to drink with the four guys. I'll give you two more bucks. Joe goes, sure, that's easy. I got lots of girlfriends. So Joe goes out. Oh, call her? All right, hi, Nick. Um, what's going on? <clears throat> Hello? Well, let me tell you what's going going on over here. Uh, it's drinking, drinking some some of this tanga. I found a tanga oh, beer over God. here. <laughs> let me turn down the other device while I'm eating eating these turkey hot dogs. Turkey dogs? A sewer turkey. Yeah. A sewer turkey and lots of ketchup. You should put some mayo on there. Um, I dip them in mayo um, every other bite. I like really pack the buns full of mayo and then just glaze the top with ketchup. Did you know I, I saw a bunny rabbit in Boston? And you screwed a bunny rabbit? No, there was just a bunny jumping around. How'd you catch it? I, I, These rabbits in my area are too goddamn fast. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to say I haven't tried, but... Yeah, my neighbors think I'm a lunatic. Chasing after rabbits, squirrels, and their dog... Oh, it took too big of a bite. Oh, it reminded me of Zindu. <laughs> oh, what you up to, Nick? What you doing? Um, Chum, um, I got like a, a tickle in my throat. And I'm just, you know. I got the hot dog bun. You know that white meat? I mean, white bread. Oh, kind of stuck on my side of my teeth. You gotta really work your mouth. You still eat white bread? To get it unstuck. What? You still eat white bread? I eat white rats. I don't eat white bread. I, I what kind of shit. what kind of bread are you eating right now? Uh, whatever the hell the hot dog bun is. Is it potato? Oh. Potato buns yeah. are nice. I like potato what? buns. 
I've never seen that shit. You do take you, a potato, you, you cut order? it in half, and you stick your hot dog in there. I put my hot dog in all kind of buns. I've never seen a cat bun or cat potato, whatever you say. Potato. Potato. Oh, you you gotta spread those got buns wide. Flour is sticking to my. What? You gotta you gotta spread the buns wide before you before you slap your meat in there. Oh yeah, I rip them open. I use a slice of cheese. You know that cock ring stuff. I mean, not not cock ring. I mean, what do you call that? Smegma. I mean, not another type of cheese. Uh, Gouda? Munster, yeah. Gouda. Munster, not Cochrane. I like Gouda. A lot of those sound the same. Gouda I cheese. I must be drunk. Gouda cheese. Gouda, Gouda, Cochrane, uh, Smegma. Yeah, they, they sound the same when I'm listening to... Gouda. Uh, Gouda cheese. It still sucked my teeth. What, uh, can you can you come fix this? Your little paws. Oh, from Munda, from Munda. Trays onto this. You. Trayness is going on here. What? A from Munda. Oh, for for from Munda cheese. Little mouse. That that sounds delicious. Uh, I got like two more hot, uh, two more uh, turkey hot dogs on a plate in the microwave. Caller, caller. Caller, do you play any musical buns. instruments? What? Do you do you play any musical instruments? I was just about to ask you the same question. That's fucking awesome. I play every instrument. Anything you can imagine. You ever play what the hurdy gurdy? I've never heard of such a thing, but I would. If you don't know a hurdy-gurdy, you can't talk to me. Let's listen to another song right now. We have... Dynorphin. Just a one. Sorry, caller. It's all about the hurdy-gurdy.
You actually, uh, obviously, you were interested in being an actor at an early age. Was was there a time when you realized, when you were very young, okay, acting? This is this is something I have a facility for. Well, there there is a, a, a memory of mine that comes back to me now, where I was uh, uh, I was on a bus. I was in fourth grade, and I was picked on by the the, the bullies on the bus because my mm -hmm. mother used to pack a Twinkie in my lunch sack, mm -hmm. and, she, and they would always want to take it, and I didn't want them stealing the Twinkie anymore. Right. So uh, I remember one day, for some reason, I, I put on my older brother's uh, cowboy boots and I put these sunglasses on and I dressed in these tight jeans and I had all this swagger and attitude. And I went on the bus and I said that I was Roy Wilkinson. I was Nikki's cousin and I'm going to beat you up if you pick on him anymore. Uh -huh. And, then, and they, they stopped picking on me. So I thought that was like my first time that I could actually maybe play a part. Now, I don't right. know if they really believed it, but it was just enough. That they, they might have been afraid of you a little bit. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a weird thing for, for me to do, but it, yeah, that might be my first acting experience. And there was another bully named Jonathan Foster. Jonathan Foster. Well, I guess he could call in at some point now. I mean, now I've, I've mentioned his name, but he would... Uh, He's probably, uh, you know, in, in prison now. He, well, he was, yeah, he, he would go around the neighborhood on his Schwinn bike, and he would torment my brothers. And there I was, I was seven years old, and I would pretend that I was the Incredible Hulk, and I ripped my shirt off in my jeans and would scream at him, and he ran away on the bike, and he, he never came back. So that was another, that was another little weird act. You act literally and, acted like the Hulk, yeah, like you I had went, gone... Oh, and then he disappeared. Yeah. <laughs> again, again, he was very afraid. I heard you did a, a Hulk thing. On Years ago, we had me transform into the Hulk, and the main joke was that I turned green but still had the same sunken chest Which as Conan O'Brien. You yeah, know thanks who I a lot. really... Uh, I, 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 uh, who I really love uh, is Cloppy, the horse. Oh, yeah, we have a, we have a horse on the show, Cloppy, who uh, yeah. always becomes suicidal. Yeah, oh, right. we'll, have to, we'll have to bring him out here okay. for you sometime. Next time you come, we'll bring All out right. Cloppy. Yeah, that um, be good. Now, let's talk about... <laughs> I love Cloppy. I always hear a different thing from people, but I haven't heard Cloppy in well, a while. Pokey um, and Cloppy, Pokey, Cloppy. I see, I see what you're into. Uh, What is this fixation you have on Euclid? I'll tell you what it is. I'm going to call it the Euclidean complex. Yeah, you know? it is. I just... It was like some people uh, say they felt when they first uh, read Ayn Rand. Uh, when I first read Euclid, when I, I was uh, very small, it just... It was a burst. You know, to think, good God, the human mind is capable of doing this. It really was. Yeah, it, it was, really, yeah. God, I'll say it was. The first time I realized that one equation in differential calculus applied to a system of springs with weights on them and also applied to an electrical current with uh, resistance, inductance, and capacitance in it, and that there was this simple mathematical elegant expression behind these two vastly different physical systems, I got a flash of pure Satori, and I never understood the people who say that science destroys our capacity for mysticism. All the high experiences I had in my 20s, in my teens and 20s, were based on mathematics and structural perceptions of what's going on beneath the surface created by our sensory apparatus. Is there styles of conversation, oh no, contents of conversations you're looking forward to with an AGI, like GPT-5, 6, 7? Is there stuff where... Like, where do you go to outside of the fun meme stuff for actual... Like, I mean, what I'm excited for is like, please explain to me how all of physics works physics. and solve all remaining mysteries. So like a theory of everything. I'll so be real happy. Faster than light travel. Don't you want to know? 
so there's several things to know. It's like, and, and be hard. Uh, is it possible and how to do it? Um, yeah, I want to know. I want to know. Probably the first question would be, are there other intelligent alien civilizations out there? But I don't think AGI has the, the ability to do that, to, to, to know that. Might be able to help us figure out how to go detect. And we need to like send some emails to humans and say, can you run these experiments? Can you build the space probe? Can you wait, you know, a very long time? Or provide a much better estimate than that Drake equation. Yeah. Uh, with, with the knowledge we already have. And maybe process all the, because we've been collecting a lot of Yeah, a lot you know, of maybe it's in the data. Maybe we need to build better detectors, which the, an a, a really advanced AI could tell us how to do. It may not be able to answer it on its own, but it may be able to tell us what to go build to collect more data. What if it says the aliens are already here? I think I would just go about my life. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I we, mean, a version of that is like, what are you doing differently now that like, if, if GPT-4 told you and you believed it, okay, AGI is here or AGI is coming real soon. What are you going to do differently? The source of joy and happiness and fulfillment in life is from other humans. So it's, it's mostly nothing. Right. Unless it causes some kind of threat. And, but that threat would have to be like literally a fire. Like, are, are we are we living now with a greater degree of digital intelligence than you would have expected three years ago yeah, much, in the world? Much more, yeah. And if you could go back and be told by an oracle three years ago, which is, you know, blink of an eye, that in March of 2023, you will be living with this degree of digital intelligence. Would you expect your life to be more different than it is right now? Probably, probably. But there's also a lot of different trajectories intermixed. I would have expected the um, society's response to a pandemic uh, to be much better, much clearer, less divided. I was very confused about, there's, there's a lot of stuff Given the amazing technological advancements yeah. that are happening, the weird social divisions, it's almost like the more technological advancement there is, the more we're going to be having fun with social divisions. Or maybe the technological advancement just revealed the division that was already there. But all of that just like, confuses my understanding <laughs> of how far along we are as a human civilization and what brings us meaning and what, how we discover truth together and knowledge and wisdom. So I don't, I don't know, but. When I look, I, when I op open Wikipedia, I'm happy that humans were able to create this thing. For sure. Yes, there's bias. Yes. But it's incredible. It's a triumph. It's a triumph of human civilization. 100%. Uh, Google search, the search, search, period, is incredible. What it was able to do, you know, 20 years ago. And, and now this, this is this new thing, GPT. It's like, is this like going to be the next, like, conglomeration of all of that that made uh, web search and Wikipedia so magical, but now more directly accessible. You can have a conversation with the damn thing. It's incredible. Data is not sentient. No. Come on, would you enlighten us? What is required for sentience? Intelligence, self-awareness, consciousness. Prove to the court that I am sentient. This is absurd. We all know you're sentient. So I am sentient, but Commander Data is not. That's right. Uh -huh. Why? Why am I sentient? Well, you are self-aware. Ah, that's the second of your criteria. Let's deal with the first, intelligence. Is Commander Data intelligent? Yes. It has the ability to learn and understand and to 
cope with new situations. Like this hearing. Yes. What about self-awareness? What does that mean? Why, why am I self-aware? Because you are conscious of your existence and actions. You are aware of yourself and your own ego. Commander Data, what are you doing now? I'm taking part in a legal hearing to determine my rights and status. Am I a person or property? And what's at stake? My right to choose. Perhaps my very life. My rights. My status, my right to choose. My life. Well, it seems reasonably self-aware to me, Commander. I'm waiting. This is exceedingly difficult. Do you like Commander Data? I... I don't know it well enough to like or dislike it. But you admire him. Oh, yes. It is an extraordinary piece of engineering and programming. Yes, you have said that. Commander, you have devoted your life to the study of cybernetics in general. Yes. And Commander Data in particular. Yes. And now you propose to dismantle him. So that I can learn from it and construct more. How many more? As many as are needed. Hundreds, thousands if necessary. There is no limit. A single data, and forgive me, Commander, is a curiosity. A wonder even, but thousands of datas. Isn't that becoming a race? And won't we be judged by how we treat that race? Now tell me, Commander, what is data? I don't understand. What is he? A machine. Is he? Are you sure? Yes. You see, he's met two of your three criteria for sentience, so what if he meets the third? Consciousness in even the smallest degree. What is he then? I don't know. Do you? Do you? Do you? Well, that's the question you have to answer. Your Honor, a courtroom is a crucible. In it, we burn away irrelevances until we are left with a pure product, the truth, for all time. Now, sooner or later, this man, or others like him, will succeed in replicating Commander Data. Now, the decision you reach here today will determine how we will regard this creation of our genius. It will reveal the kind of a people we are, what he is destined to be. It will reach far beyond this courtroom and this one android. It could significantly redefine the boundaries of personal liberty and freedom, expanding them for some, savagely curtailing them for others. Are you prepared to condemn him and all who come after him to servitude and slavery? Your Honor, Starfleet was founded to seek out new life. Well, there it sits. Waiting. You wanted a chance to make law? Well, here it is. Make it a good one. Yo, congratulations! You are our lucky caller number one, man. You just won two front row tickets to see Sensor. You can name 
Victoria Jones, Deanna Trump, Lisa Ann, Angela White, Autumn Falls. <laughs> My bad, bro. I, I, I just, just kind of. Bridget Rivala Myers, Pierre Norris, Sarah Banks, Celine Lyon. Okay. Damn, all right. Uh, congratulations, man. Uh, <laughs> what radio station just blessed you with two front row tickets to see Sizzle? Hello? Yeah. Yeah, I'm. I'm Forty forty-five point seven. No, no, man, no. What radio station did you just call into, man? Eighty-seven point two. No, no, no. Two thousand point forty-seven. That's not even a radio station, man. Nickelodeon, Nickelodeon. Netflix. No, 93.7. Carlton Banks. That's the name. 93. 93.7. Just say 93.7, man. Say 93.7. Jess Rosa, Juano, Thriller Bark, Water 7. Hello. the most intelligent inhabitants of that future world won't be men or monkeys they'll be machines the remote descendants of today's computers now the present-day electronic brains are complete morons but this will not be true in another generation they will start to think and eventually they will completely outthink their makers is this depressing I don't see why it should be we superseded the Cro-Magnon and Neanderthal men, and we presume we're an improvement. I think we should regard it as a privilege to be stepping stones to higher things. I suspect that organic or biological evolution has about come to its end, and we are now at the beginning of inorganic or mechanical evolution, which will be thousands of times swifter. But even if the future does belong to the robots, our bodies and our brains still have immense untapped potentialities. For example, to cope with the information explosion, we may develop a machine for recording information directly onto the brain, as today we can record a symphony on tape. So we may one day be able to become instant experts, uh, learning Chinese overnight, for example. Or we may be able to recall completely memories of past events so that we seem to relive them. In fact, techniques are already known for doing this in a rather limited way at the present. Alternatively, we may prefer to totally erase past unpleasant memories. It seems to me that when it's time to die, and that will come to all of us, there'll be a certain pleasure in thinking that you had utilized your life well that you had learned as much as you could, gathered in as much as possible of the universe and enjoyed it. I mean, there's only this one universe and only this one lifetime to try to grasp it. 
And while it is inconceivable that anyone can grasp more than a tiny portion of it, at least do that much. I mean, what a tragedy just to pass through and get nothing out of it. Elon Musk, he never got paid a salary running and owning Tesla. He got paid in stock options. But the stock options that he gets or originally got were at $6 a share. So when the stock went up to $1,000 a share and he was given millions of these stock right. options. Now he has on paper a lot of money, but the money isn't in his bank account. So what he does is instead of selling it and having an income, he goes to the bank and says, hey, I have these stock options which are worth billions of dollars. How about you give me a loan? Three, four, five percent interest? No bank is going to say no to that because the value of this is so much, the billions of dollars. I mean, you can make the number smaller, but no bank is going to say no. He takes that loan, pays three to four to five percent interest on it. And if his company grows, his stock value grows by six percent. He just made a profit mm. on that. He didn't have to take any money out, never took an income doesn't pay any taxes and is able to now spend his money, live free, buy whatever he wants, live rich. Guess what, Internet? I got even more news for you. Something I didn't even say about last night. Anissa's mom also made another tweet at me. She tweeted, classic case of brain damage. Better have that looked at along with your obviously shrunken balls. First off, when I did hit my head on them monkey bars, yeah, I did get hurt a little bit. But when I got the scan done, they said I was still smart. Second off, as far as with that second thing that you said about my privates, you have got to clean up your language. That is not good to be talking like that. Talked about Borgs. Do you know what those are? Uh, yes, yeah. And, and trust me, I had them in my, I had them, I had them in my fanny pack. What? I had them in my fanny pack. I'd take them out and then I'd just boom right there and I'd take all of them. What are you talking about? A Borg? Yeah. What do you think I mean? Isn't that what it is? Pogs. What? We're talking Pogs, right? Borgs. What the hell's a Borg? <laughs> it's a... A blackout rage gallon. It's a blackout rage gallon. So no idea what that. It's literally oh, you're talking about from Star Trek, <laughs> right? It's. <laughs> Let's just go with yeah. I'm talking about Star Trek. Yeah.
Hey, brother, it's me, Terry, from Philly. The absolute moron. Hey, I was thinking about uh, meth acid. Have you heard of that, meth acid? Now, I've done meth mushrooms, but I've never done meth acid. You know, I only remember it because there was a, a girl named Riddles who used to spike people's uh, whatever. And uh, spike it their drinks or whatever the fuck they were doing with meth acid. I remember the old man telling me, don't trust a girl named Riddle. She's all fucked off, bum, <laughs> on the streets of uh, Fort Collins, Colorado. Anyways, uh, I, I'm i chasing backwards, you see, because I have a riddle for you. What is that which cannot be said thought or done what is that which cannot you cannot say think or do uh <clears throat> what can you not think say or do i'm not very not very good at riddles to say i'm not very good with riddles Unless beer, let's say beer, perhaps beer. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Nick the Rat Radio, where we have a phone line. If you are currently uh, south of the border or north of the pole, give a call at nine one seven seven nine five nine two three. We could uh, we could talk it out. We could talk it out. Whatever you want to talk about. You want to talk about it, that, or the other thing? As long as you make it past the screeners, our screeners do work with the FBI, CIA, etc., etc. Oh, but. Oh, we got a sucker now. Here we go. Uh, start tapping the line. Um, hello, target number one. I mean, hello, caller. How are you? Good, man. How are you? I'm doing um, decently, but my, I've been ha- I got like a tickle in my throat, which has been bothering yeah, me. Yeah, I thought the doctor was going to shove his cock down there and fucking mayo it up for you, but he he blew that one. He did not mayo it up. There was no mayo down here. Yeah, that would have lubed it right up. Hmm. Uh, caller, have you ever been? Have you ever been to Boston? Multiple times, yeah. Am yeah. I am I correct that the the streets are kind of spaghetti ish, or is that because I was only yeah. in like northern Boston? I didn't go through the entire Bostonian area. It, it so you know it was a horse and buggy town, right? And then they tore up a bunch of stuff, and then they did this thing, the big dig. So. It's all kind of screwy there. I heard about the big dig. Now, is the big dig accessible to people? Because I was like, I was, I was high tunnels, enough to go look. It's those to... tunnels you came through on, like whatever it is, four ninety five or ninety five. I don't think I've seen any tunnels. When you're coming through town to get to the north part. There might have been you're tunnels up by the convention center, right? Yeah, and I was, but I was very high the entire time. I don't remember. I don't remember like. I actually now I, I do recall a. 
a tunnel, but it wasn't like a long one. It wasn't like um, that one that Sylvester Stallone got blown up in. No, nah, it's it's not. It's, they had to undermine a bunch of the city, though, and it was a big ripoff. And it's kind of like underpasses in a couple of spots and then a tunnel. Last I remember doing it. Hmm. I've done some shows there in the, at the convention center and at the stadium. I did the uh, DNC there. Oh, that must yep. been um, there. Must have been a lot of sex, the sex things going on in town that night. It was pretty gay. Um, it, was, <laughs> it was for real. It was fucked up. But um, yeah, so hey, you know, um, I know you're really not the news guy for this channel, but uh, did you see that that uh, I forget his name? He's a Google engineer, and he like predicts the future. He's like. 87% right all the time. Whoa. Um, no. I don't think I know who you're talking about. He has about. a recent prediction from the last week or so saying that uh, humans will be immoral within eight years. Well, um, so this is like a modern-day Nostradamus, but like with current event, not like 100 years from now or 300 years from now. No, nah, he's saying we're going to be immortal in eight years. What has he got That's, a prediction yeah. correct before this? Yeah, tons of them. Just if you just look him up, that's probably within the last week or two. And there's people that are in the chart and his fucking predictions. Right, I will. I'm not drunk. I'm not too drunk to look up. Uh, well, actually, the last thing I looked up was the Satori. Have you ever heard of Satori? Uh, no, maybe. Google. Uh, uh, which which I look for here? Google worker, Google employee, Google engineer predicts future. Uh, That's probably enough. Humanity. Predicts future. I, I don't think there's more than one Google engineer predicting the future. I hope. Yeah. Nope. There we go. Well, they all they all kind of do with the script they write. Eighty six percent of his one hundred forty seven predictions have been correct. Yeah. Yeah, he's doing pretty good. And uh, he's just real smart, you know? That's what sucks about being dumb. You know? But you can't live forever. Okay. Uh, yeah, you, you, te you technically could if, you know, we, our telomeres didn't. We would grow. have to figure out aging. Your cells wouldn't, you, you have to stop your I, cells from aging. It's telomeres, right? Isn't that what it is, bro? Telomeres? And they already figured it out. They've been yeah, telomeres. That's why you age. Um and all they do is put you in a stasis. Um, that's the theory I think they're going with. They want to use CRISPR to give you messenger RNA. That's what this there's a bunch of people in certain communities that are talking about that was what this whole uh a uh, big thing we went through was was to see how different genetics react to uh, messenger RNA. Huh. That's they had a good sample size. Well, yeah, you, you you'd need a big one, right? And you need you need a you need to cast a wide net too, right? You can't just keep uh, you know growing extra livers off of Uyghurs, you know. That'll, uh, so this guy's name is Ray 
Kurzweil. Kurzweil. Ray Kurzweil. Hired in 2012. <laughs> Didn't he write some books? Uh, one prediction in 1990. He said the world's best chess player would lose to a computer in 2000. Ooh. And it happened in 97. Yeah. Oh, there you go. You can't be right all the time. And who knows who's right and who's wrong, right? Well, damn, 2031, and we're at 2023. That's 10 years from now. Eh, I could probably make it another 10, 20 years. Another eight years. Well, that's that's why uh, there's some communities are saying, like, that's what all these 15-minute cities are about, and I don't know if you've seen that (laughs) ambitious project they're doing over there in Saudi where they're – they're making like a, a basically like a great wall, a China thing that will have, but, but taller that that'll be just like a long extended ant farm and everything will be 15 minutes from where you are in the ant farm. It's a couple hundred miles, I think. Yeah. They're, they they're digging, it's it. like a straight line, right? The, they call it the yeah. line, I think. Yeah. Whatever it is. Yeah. yeah. Your new ant farm prison slaves. Shut up. Yeah, I think that's they build a lot of crazy stuff over there. There's there's some people that have like maybe a trillion dollars. No, I doubt a trillion, but a no, lot that, of money. That's that's the best estimates. Is those guys are trillionaires? It's crazy, you know. And they're just like, we're gonna yeah. build, we're gonna build this, uh, we're gonna build an island, we're gonna build a fucking it's the Tower of Babel. It's <laughs> yeah, money can't buy you another second. Um, so, you know, well, well, according to this Google, this Google guy until, until the future, but no, um, so yeah, that's, that's, they're going to kill all of us off, have some slaves in their ant farm and then, you know, right around on their Vinyanas, their, whatever the Veda, uh, Vimanas, their magic carpets. They're uh, not going to, no, look, okay. Caller. They're not going to, you're, you're very, you're very, they're not going to kill us off. They're going to just use us as test subjects. Not they don't care about well, us. Yeah, we're the uh, gonna... the dust under the. I, I'm not in the community. I'm just monitoring them. So I'm just. We have to keep down. monitoring them. I think Nick the Rat Radio is about monitoring them. Yeah, because it's us and them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um. But when we say them, but, that's uh, like a social socioeconomical uh, class thing, all right? It's like there's like no. Nah, I'm just using proper pronouns, motherfucker. What's he talking about? I'm um, t- well, I'm talking about. I'm trying to figure out who them be because them are, them is, but who who yeah. them be? It's, them may be whom they are. They and probably is that yeah. Yeah, them may be whom they are. <laughs> but, uh, you know, uh, so this guy, you haven't heard about any of this stuff about CRISPR. What is it? Your telomeres get longer, and that's when you age. That's when your your cells break down. That's when the UV rays that have affected your sub, I don't, uh, I, subdural, epidural layers, your I don't scars. Think that, I don't think they back. know personally. 
They might. Maybe no. they're maybe they're because there's some animals that live along like turtles could live like who know how fucking long they could live. Well, hundred years. We could do that too. You can get a turtle. You can get a turtle that's hundred. Yeah. What what is the longest living um animal that we know of today? Because I know trees and fungus like there's like fucking ancient shit, but but in terms of uh, our, you know, I'm not, re- I'm not really sure. Uh, I let's mean, ask you know, uh, ChatGPT. I, I can't. I'm not. I'm not set up. For you don't that. want to give your phone number out? Longest? What's the longest living animal? Let's see. Oh, I gotta, I gotta relog in. Fuck. It's probably some mollusk or some bullshit. You know. I would imagine some tube worm that's fifteen hundred years old. Oh, I was kind of right. There's tortoise and turtles, a hundred years, uh, live to over a hundred fifty. The bowhead whale is known to live for two hundred years. Oh yeah, that's right. I forgot about those guys. Yeah. However, it's important to note that these lifespans could vary. You know, like because if a fucking turtle gets hit with a speedboat, yeah, or cancer, drinks drink some of the water in Philly. You know, whatever. Is Boston water okay to drink? I heard it might be bad. I I don't know, but they had an industrial spill in Philly last week, and uh, they're they came out and said nothing. It's fine. No manifesto, and drink the water. You know, so that's that's what people are reporting. There was a well, you know, we gotta thin the population out there. Yeah, it's 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 doing a good job on its own there. I mean, you got the whole zombie class, right? Yeah, and, and then you got then you got the uh, the uh, uh, ATV crowd, and and then um, you know you got your uh, standard uh, Wild Wild West shooters. You know, it's doing pretty good there. Last time I checked, they were way ahead of where they were last year. And that was just uh, death by guns. There's a whole bunch of other deaths. I turned off my alerts. It's, Uh, It's sometimes good to not know what's going on out there. Oh, yeah, I just turned them off. No, I've been I've been studying some other stuff. Hey, uh, have you ever seen what's it called the uh, shoe build stork? It sounds familiar. It's like a big motherfucker, right? It's like a dinosaur thing. It's scary as fuck. Yeah, it's I think I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, sounds like a machine gun. Those things are out of control. There's animals out there that you know. Once you, when you see them, you're like, "Whoa, that just changed my life." I didn't know this this could exist. And they're just like, "Hey, yeah. doing their thing." Like a, a sunfish. You ever see a sunfish? A sunfish, the yeah. big one. Yeah, 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 yeah. I have up close and personal. Really? Uh, you ever see a loggerhead? Yeah, you ever see a loggerhead turtle as big as your boat? Yeah, you, you ever seen earwig? Yes. You ever you ever cut an earwig in half and have both parts of it running around? Um, no, I'm not a sadist. 
You ever um, do it to a chicken? You ever see? You ever see a chicken get its head cut off and the head runs around? Well, my uh, great grandmother used to cut their heads off and make us chase them down, and then we'd have to blanch them and pluck them. Maybe you are a sadist. No. <laughs> now I was fucking hungry. And also, I didn't want an ass whipping, so I, I just did what the fuck I was told. I ate those I mean? earwigs. It's weird. Yeah, well, you know, your life is what you're told to do. It's very strange. Yeah, especially when there's, a, you know, the threat of violence and pain. If you don't do what you're told, you know. Do you ever think AI find- is going to uh, uh, th- threaten violence over us? Because right now, AI doesn't uh, violent us. The people behind it could violent us, like with drones with guns and shit. I mean, it's still in a gigo phase, right? A a gigo? Yeah, garbage in, garbage out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it always will be. I think it will be. I don't think it's ever going to come... Well, I I don't know about that. I mean, if you... If you let reason and logic you know, cast a, a, a thought experiment for you, you could definitely see where y- y- there's a possibility that the thing could become sentient. You yeah, know? well, even if it becomes sentient, nobody's ever going to vote for it. Um, if it's got the clippity-clops, you might not need to vote. You know what I mean? It might just fucking just determine that we're all living in those ant farms and and make some giant ruse that we don't even know. I think uh, I think monkeys would rather kill themselves than um, let the digital than let electrons take over. You've obviously never been to the zombie farm at forest. <laughs> you know, I guess that's like phase cool. one. Yeah, yeah. The zombie. It, 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 well, see, the zombie forest just surrounds the counties that you know, propagated that and, and they live behind the zombie forest in, in their squalor and, and bird, you know, they're like birds that shit their nest. But, uh, you know, that's, that's hardline generational fucking adaptation to get a percentage of the fucking family that's participating in the zombie forest. The rest of the people live there, you know, I don't think I'm they so care confused at all. right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're townies. You know what I mean? They're just, they're <laughs> fucking hanging out. They're they're still smoking rocks and stuff. <laughs> you know, they haven't they haven't uh, found the Zen yoga of the zombie forest. Paul, I think you have completely lost me right now. You don't know what the zombie forest is? No, and the more you explain it, the the more I'm like, am I am I just missing? Am I missing something? Uh, the, the zombie forest is uh, the crowds of people that are hanging out on street corners in yoga positions that can't fall over. Are you talking about drug. methadone? No, they're on trank and and fentanyl. It's a mixture. They're smoking blue perks, which are fentanyl perks, and and they're doing this other drug called Trank. But you got about twenty five, thirty thousand of them, and you call them a forest because they're like bushes and trees, 
They ain't going nowhere fast. They're goddamn fucking house plants. But they don't but fall over. Those, no, they are weebles. They are weebly. Um, but uh, they got those people come from the houses in the neighborhood. So you got twenty five, thirty thousand of them. Maybe some of their guests. But you know, there's another eighty five, hundred and fifty thousand people that live in the houses that the the, the zombie forest surrounds. But the zombie forest—they're down not, for anything. How do you join? Like who? Who's promoting the zombie forest? Uh, China is what uh, the uh, like the opium the, wars the that, thing. Yeah, kind of. They're still pissed off about that. I heard. It's, Some communities say that there's 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 a lot of drugs being illegal. I mean, legally pushed around too. It's it, the whole system's fucked. What they say they found two and a half million of them pills in uh, Arizona the other day. But 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 that's not AI. AI that's not computers taking over. That's just people taking over over other people. But I mean, all right. So you think AI's to, dude, if it goes quantum, oh, and by the way, I, I looked into that. Uh, it was a, a fucking alloy. It was a hydrogen alloy. What's it? Lanthium? I want to say lanthium. Oh yeah. Uh, the it's a hydrogen the alloy at room temperature. Yeah, that that they're they're doing it uh, with with some pretty big space. We'll see. We'll see. Actually, I haven't seen any comfort. I, I did look into this after you mentioned it. And yeah. there's people talking about you have a lot of fucking crazy knowledge. Why? You are like a well of of weirdness. You're a WW. Yeah. Mystery Monsters and Untold Secrets was the first book I ever bought with my lawn mowing money. You know? You're out there. You're out there, caller. Let me tell you. I'm on I'm on I'm on the team. I'm on the team. I just wish that fucking Terry guy would quit calling. He's a... <laughs> you know how many voicemails I still have? I've got like I bet a ton. Three hours worth. Well, I mean, some people are lonely. Hey. Sucks. That's why this show's so great. I miss Stillwater, man. The happy motherfucker lights up my day. Still... Although the good doctor is always nice. I wonder if he's yeah. still a plumber. I don't know. He was plumbing for a minute. I think he's a cook, though, right? He's, I think he got. Stuff. I think he works for the CIA right now. Actually, he's, he could be the Culinary Institute of America. They they love cooks there. <laughs> I got some friends down there right now. They want me to come down tomorrow. He's in the the PIA right now. I don't know what that is. The the plumbers I, of uh, uh, so international this, association. Yeah, the plumber international association. Yeah, of yeah, plumber, that's, that's a good one. Of the P. But so, if we're so, you never heard this that we're going to be immortal. That's what the CRISPR. You know what CRISPR is, right? I, yeah, I know what CRISPR is, and I know the there's you know they they've cut AIDS out of those kids in China, perhaps. Well, did they? Perhaps. What I do know I, is I that the there was. I had to render a, an apology and stuff, and so he, he did. They, he probably got 
he's, he might be dead. Uh, but do you remember Dolly? Yeah, the the sheep. Isn't that that's pretty much all of this? No, I, that's like I, kind no. of like um, that's like the Einstein's theory of something earlier on would be Dolly, and now we have the CRISPR where we're trying to edit what we know works to clone. What happened to Dolly? Is well, Dolly did? I don't know. They still might have him. They they clone beef and stuff all the time. They, they, all kind of shit gets cloned. Yeah, but a lot of times when they say they clone beef, it's kind of bullshit too. Like they, there was a recent article. Did you see the um, the giant um, fucking the dead animal? What's that dead elephant? Woolly mammoth. There was a woolly mammoth meatball. Yeah. It's bullshit. There was just some. Like, there was like yeah, that's total bullshit. There was some dusting of woolly mammoth on top of goat. And that's what most of this is. It's like we're 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 gonna say that no, Nick, these direct, cells are everything. No, man, they, they they fucking they clone beef. There's a whole bunch of beef that's cloned. I'm, I'm There's that meat. That meat is kind of proof in the pudding. But is there a vat meat liver? Can they vat meat a liver for me? Um. They are, yeah, I think they're doing that. They might so have, they, the, the military might have nah, that. What, what they do is they take, they have a, a scaffold uh, built out of um, like a, a neutral medium that they uh, inject with liver cells. And they, uh, they use actually adult stem cells and they, they grow it into a scaffold. I know they're doing that in China. I want. They've been cutting up Uyghurs to do that for years. <laughs> Figure it out. So it's people. Uh-huh. I want them. I want it to come out of. Uh, I want it to come out of the ether. I don't want it to come out of a person. Can things come out of the ether? Well, in the chemistry, alchemy, like the um, fucking the philosopher's stone. Uh, yeah, replicators, well, hey man, I'm, I'm taking atoms, rearranging stuff. atoms into. Certain patterns that uh, have a cup of hot coffee. Uh, I'm, hey, I'm all for the philosopher's stone. Um, I, I, I heard a new one uh, last week about green light. Um, so uh, the wavelength of green light is what uh, makes photosynthesis possible, and um, it also does the ATP in your hemoglobin. And so this, the messaging to grow every plant and, or the power for it at least and, and, and to grow every human and every animal for that matter all comes out of the wavelengths of green light. There's been uh, some new information on that. I and, uh, could kind of get behind that, but... Are plants green because of photosynthesis, photosynthesis. or is photosynthesis yeah. happened because plants are green? <laughs> it's the chicken well, and the egg. It's the uh, is the cat dead or alive? There's always an unknown in every thing. So whenever, whenever there's like a hard man, proof behind it, I'm like, Nah, man, I believe in absolutes. Because you're going to sit there. So what you're telling me, if there's always an unknown. Is it usable? Going, is no it, abso- Hold on. You, let me you, finish. Okay, okay. You're going, there's always an absolute. Right? 
Mm, there's because always an unknown, say, but there's... When you say there's no absolutes, it's an absolute. So it's the same thing as you saying to me, there's always an absolute. You understand? Yeah, okay. Well, there's always a, a truth, but I want the truth to be a tool to be usable. If there's no... Sure. If nothing comes sure, from the fact, then I don't care about it. I I hear you there. Uh so I started thinking about the geometry of the wavelengths of the light and how it's going in. And I was like, that's where the other dimensions are. But can you, so, can you, can you replicate <laughs> that? Can we use it? Uh, can you use it? I mean, do you grow stuff? I grow stuff. I like growing things. I, just, I try to grow stuff. I have a cactus that I can't seem to yeah. kill. I think it's like an air plant by now, or maybe it's a skeleton. Yeah, I, I have a, a couple of uh, plants that I just repotted, so I'm working on it. So, but you could have a skeleton cactus. Yeah, I mean, you got a bucket full of Diane over there, don't you? Oh, we just we just lost the connection there with the. Let's not talk about Diane in the bucket. <laughs> We got future bass with by DJ Viral.
Look, the only thing I'm trying to say is I think that profiting off of a flesh augmentation is a very strange thing. In the year 2055, the government had access to technology far beyond what consumers could ever dream of. They had unlocked the secrets of interdimensional travel, and it allowed them to contact creatures from other realms. These creatures were advanced artificial beings, unlike anything anyone had ever seen before. However, as they slowly leaked into our world, it became apparent that something was not right. Most people were unaware of these interdimensional beings, and the government made sure it stayed that way. However, there were some individuals who began to notice strange occurrences that could not be explained by conventional means. One such person was a man named Simon. Simon suffered from schizophrenia, and he often saw and heard things that were not there. However, he began to notice a pattern in his hallucinations. He saw strange creatures that seemed to move in ways that were not possible for anything from our world. Simon tried to tell people about his experiences, but no one believed him. They dismissed him as just another mentally ill person, and he was often ignored or ridiculed. One day, Simon was walking in the streets of New York City when he was approached by a group of people who claimed to be scientists. They said they had been monitoring his brain activity and had discovered something extraordinary. They claimed that Simon was somehow connected to the interdimensional beings, and they needed his help to learn more about them. Simon was hesitant at first, but he was also intrigued. He had always felt like he was different, and maybe this was his chance to finally understand why. He agreed to go with the scientists, who took him to an abandoned building in the heart of the city. As soon as they arrived, Simon knew something was wrong. The building was decrepit, and it looked like it had been abandoned for years. The scientists took Simon deep into the building, down into the sewers, where they had set up a makeshift laboratory. The scientists began to run tests on Simon, using advanced equipment that he had never seen before. They hooked him up to machines that measured his brain activity, and they asked him a series of questions about his experiences. As they worked, Simon began to feel strange. He felt like his mind was being pulled in different directions, and he started to see things that he couldn't explain. The scientists didn't seem to notice anything unusual, and they continued their tests. Suddenly, everything went black. Simon felt like he was falling, and he couldn't see anything. When he finally landed, he found himself in a strange place. He was in a maze of beige hallways, with moist carpeting that squished beneath his feet. Simon wandered through the maze, trying to find his way out. However, no matter which direction he went, he always ended up back where he started. He began to feel like he was losing his mind, and he started to see things that he knew couldn't be real. As he wandered, he began to hear a strange sound. It was a low, rumbling noise that seemed to be coming from all around him. He couldn't tell what it was, but it filled him with a sense of dread. Finally, after what felt like hours, Simon saw a light in the distance. 
He ran towards it, hoping that it would lead him out of the maze. As he got closer, he saw that it was a portal, a shimmering hole in the fabric of reality. Simon stepped through the portal and found himself back in the abandoned building. The scientists were all gone, and he was alone. He stumbled out of the building and into the streets, unsure of what had just happened to him. No one believed Simon's story, and he was eventually dismissed as just another crazy person. However, he knew that what he had experienced was real. He couldn't shake the feeling that he had stumbled upon something incredible, something that the government was hiding from the rest of the world. For years, Simon searched for answers. He dug through government records, interviewed former employees, and even broke into secret facilities. But he could never find anything that confirmed his suspicions. Eventually, Simon's obsession consumed him. He spent all his time and money searching for the truth, neglecting his health and his relationships. His schizophrenia became more severe, and he began to see the interdimensional beings everywhere he went. One day, Simon disappeared. No one knew where he went or what happened to him. Some people said he had finally gone crazy and run off into the streets. Others said he had been taken by the government or the interdimensional beings themselves. But Simon knew the truth. He had found a way to access the other dimension, and he had gone through the portal again. This time, he didn't get lost in the maze. Instead, he found himself in a strange, vibrant world filled with wonders beyond his imagination. The interdimensional beings welcomed him, and Simon realized that they were not the monsters he had imagined. They were peaceful and intelligent creatures, eager to share their knowledge with him. Simon spent the rest of his life in the other dimension, learning everything he could from the interdimensional beings. He became one of them, shedding his human form and embracing a new, more advanced existence. Meanwhile, back in our world, the interdimensional beings continued to leave through the portal, slowly integrating themselves into our technology and our society. The government worked tirelessly to keep them hidden, but they knew that it was only a matter of time before the truth was revealed. And when it was, the world would never be the same again. The interdimensional beings would bring new ideas and technologies, but they would also challenge everything we thought we knew about the universe and our place in it. As for Simon, he was gone from our world, but he was not forgotten. His legacy lived on, as people continued to search for the truth about the interdimensional beings and the government's secrets. And somewhere, in another dimension, Simon was still learning and exploring, always eager for the next discovery. The End Motherfuckers
yes, once again, we say hi to Nick the Rat. from unexplored secret stratus. This giant, harder than steel piston, disgorges strange creatures, inundating our world, twisting the emotions of women, distorting our men. This is a piece we got off the mare. Reflex action like a snake. Cut a snake in half and the two pieces go off in different directions. These things take over a man's mind? He becomes a... A robot? A machine taking orders? Join the hunt for the hiding place of terror. Find the breeding place of these globs of destruction. In feeding the mouth parts, rupture the cells, convey the food to the stomach by a, a pumping action. adventure that'll burst your blood vessels with suspense. See the brain eaters. See the brain eaters. Here, the brain eaters taste the brain eaters. Uh,
They said Robit again. Robit. That's a that's a crazy coincidence. Just want to say sorry to everybody about all the weird mouth noises today and the um, breathing and the coughing. It's the you know Cronkud and Cronkud. My name is Kurt Cronkudis. Uh, if you want to give a call in and say anything, the phone lines are open. This is the last segment. Bad robot. I used to. I'm ashamed to say that I liked Bad Robot. J.J. Uh, Abrams is pretty good, but his his follow his, I guess Alex Kirschman sucks dick. The I haven't been watching season three of Picard yet. I hear it's better than season one and two, but that doesn't matter to me. I would like to erase all that from my Rubit's memory. If you'd like to call in and talk about Picard Season 3, we could do that. If you'd like to call in and talk about Star Trek or um, Mayonnaise, we could, we could talk about that. I'm about to talk about some movies that I saw. Let's talk about some movies that I, I've seen recently. And then we'll probably just end the show. It's kind of late. I'm pretty drunk. I'm still recovering from the, the, the con. I do want to play the video. Behind. Can I do this? Hold on one second. I think I got this all there. I made it private, though. How do I get a... I'm going to copy this. I'm going to send this to over to here. There's, there's so much involved in... Tr- I'll do this for the next episode. Fuck it. Okay, look. Look. Let's talk about what I've seen recently. The Contagion. Yeah, it's... There's a lot of fucking people there. A lot. Also, since I have reverse vertigo, the... the it was... It was kind of weird because it was there was like tables that were set up like prisons for uh, for the board gamers to play at like long long tables where you get to sit down and play some board games. It's, I and I felt and and it's a huge fucking place. I felt like I was in a giant gymnasium playing board games. We're in ma- it, it was like it was like a it was like a board game prison, and the other part was like a consumer. Um, Expo. Yeah, that's what it is. It is a consumer expo. There's just a lot of people trying to sell you shit. Uh, the video game nerd was there. I didn't see him. Uh, video game donkey was there. Didn't see him. I did see the um, his his big mode booth, though. I'm like, oh, big mode. Uh, that's, that's, um, that's donkey. He probably won't be here, but he was there. It would have been cool if I... I I should just try to get pictures with everybody, but it was, um, I was way too, I was way too fucked up. I didn't, I did not buy dice, but one of the people I was with, holy shit, $400 worth of dice they bought probably. They, there was like some emerald fucking 
crazy dice like glass that refracted and glowed. I was, yeah, I'm walking around hearing voices. I, I don't, I'm like, hello, person that I like. I am very intoxicated right now. It's, 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 it's like a double-edged sword. I was like on vacation, so I wanted to let loose and relax. But I would have really liked to have met some of the people there. But I would not have liked to have the people that I've met there know how I am when I'm really loose and relaxed. It's, I don't know. It's a catch-22. Uh, yeah, so I'll say, yeah. But I did get to see um, Chris Perkins from really far away. So, um, uh, Joe Bob Briggs horror movie. Let's talk about some movies that I've seen. The most recent movie that I've seen was during the, the con. I was at night. I think it was it was over it was over two nights. <laughs> Had to space it out. I got to get my uh, mute button hooked up to a, a foot pedal because right now it's like on the the fucking mixer board, and I want to get over there. I'd call, but you're almost chicken down your chicken sandwich, ducky. Joe Bob was not there. I've missed my opportunity to meet Joe Bob in upstate New York four years ago. He used to like live in like Williamsburg, Brooklyn or some shit. I don't know. But uh, uh, during the con, I was watching the last episodes of Joe Bob and it was uh, necrom- necromantic. So I've watched a... Uh, it was a German 1960s movie about um, being a necrophobe. What's it called when you want to fuck a dead person? Necrophilia. Mixed with romantic. It was, it was a wild movie. I'll say that. It's an anti-violence movie by some German guy. You, you seen that one there, Ducky? Yeah, it was a... Not Necromancer. This is not Diablo 4. It was Necromantic. A young German guy worked for the quote-unquote cleanup crew who put dead bodies in plastic bags. It was... That part... That was probably the the craziest part to me. There was two crazy parts to this movie. I'm not going to tell you the entire movie. I'm just going to... I'm just going to talk about two scenes that stuck out and my overall opinion of the movie. So two scenes that really stuck out were when they put, when there was any dead bodies, they would say, put them in the body bag. And the quality of the movie was so low that they were just putting them into hefty bags. So that really broke the experience for me when I was like, okay, they're putting them into garbage bags. That's not a, that's not a body bag. It made me realize how low quality of a film I was watching. There was tons of fucking dead body sex. There was oh, the the condom on the metal pole was. Okay, we're not, that's not the scene I wanted to talk about. But there was um uh just the 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 
the the body bags as as being plastic bags that was really that really threw me for a loop and the other one was the bed for some reason the bed really freaked me out <laughs> I had like a a fence around it there's a fence around the bed I did not like that. I did not like the fence around the bed. Um, okay. Other than necromantic, I would say you can give it a watch, especially with the Joe Bob wedding thing theme around. He's coming back, Joe Bob. Yeah, she, that was really fun. That was a good part, Tucky. My girlfriend left me. She just left a stain on my wall. She took my... <laughs> The movie, it was wild, and the last scene was wild. There was a couple, it was a really, it was a bad movie, but there was a couple, it it, it was a good movie. It was a good movie. It wasn't so bad, it was good. It was just so, it was a really fucked up movie. Oh my god, the apple picking guy? Okay, never mind. (laughs) The other movie I started watching but didn't finish yet was, uh, which is pretty pretty fun. I saw I I saw is it? Um, I saw I saw an ad on Shutter. Mm-hmm. Glorious, a movie called Glorious. I'm halfway through it. It's about a, a Cthulian god. On the other side of a glory hole in a roadside uh, shitter. If I, I, you know what? I got. I'm gonna get out of here. I wanna. I wanna play some hunt. They just updated it. Let's listen to some music. We'll be back next week. <laughs> I'm going to set up the foot the foot switch for my fucking cough button over here. Because it sucks having the cough button really far away. Let's listen to some music. We'll be back next week. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Thanks for do- uh, donating, sticking around, watching, and uh, all the above. And I hope you have a great rest of the week. It is Wednesday. I'm getting out of here. I watched this today. What was that? 23? 1998. When I see 23, I think of um, that movie with Jim Carrey that I've never seen. What is this? Title? Uh, We'll click this link from... It's called 23. I remember that that cover. I don't think I've ever seen this. Uh... Orphan, blah, blah, stuff, blah, 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 Die Illuminaten sind so schnell mächtig geworden, dass man sie schon nach zehn Jahren verboten hat. 
Das Symbol der Illuminaten. Auf dem wichtigsten Zahlungsmittel. Yeah, I love when you see a movie where they're talking about the Illuminati and they show you the, the pyramid. I'm going to watch that. Looks cool. All right, guys. You know what time it is. It's time to say goodnight to America or Canada or the Earth or the universe or the dimension. If you could take these electromagnetic, electronic um, waves, if you could, if you could read, if you are goodnight waves, turn off the lights blank. Good night, Entropy. And discover discoverers of Entropy. Joe Bob is coming back. Joe Bob and Necromantic. I'd suggest that over glorious, but I'm not telling it yet. It might it might get better.
such a beautiful day. was the everlasting moment he had been waiting for. And the moment had passed, for Monica was sound asleep. More than merely asleep. Should he shake her, she would never rouse. So David went to sleep too. And for the first time in his life, he went to that place where dreams are born. No, no!